Hello and welcome back to Mutants and Masterminds, and this will be a continuation on the Ars Arcanum story that we have, which is a part of Christopher's solo series. So say hello, Christopher. Hello, Christopher. <laughs> you Bitch. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so now, as always, we'll do a recap. So what do you remember from the last session of Ars Arcanum that we did? Okay, so the individual stuff. Yes. Uh, there was a house that I was, uh, drawn to coincidentally by two ghost hunters who may or may not be okay. Nothing is coincidence for you. Ah. Wait, no, I guess they're fine now. Yeah, now they're fine. Because of Katie. Katie helped you out. Yeah, but, um, so there is a connection to, um, I'm assuming either interdimensional or literally demonic places underneath uh, Wonder City in this little rancho district area. Mm-hmm. And it's not closed off yet. Yeah. So there's demonic forces and evil. That See, now that's... Uh, well, now you cleansed the house. I did. I cleansed the house, but you said that the op- like the, the hellhole is still there. Yeah. So, so the opening is still there. Things yeah. can still go through. So yeah, so you got to stay there in order to prevent further uh, demonic influences from occurring mm-hmm. in the city. So that's why you made it your base of operations. Mm-hmm. So we'll go into your next um, your next story, which is titled Next Stop New Orleans, because mm-hmm. you're going to New Orleans. New Orleans. Yes, and so you consult with your favorite... Um, Old gypsy woman? Zartan, yeah. The, is that her name? No, the you know the machines. Oh, okay. That <laughs> put out fortunes. It was like this homeless woman. So they, so you say, uh, can you give me another another reading on what could be happening in my future? So this uh, this woman appears to you and she says, of course, let's let's reveal the secrets of your future using this deck of cards. So she pulls out the Ace of Wands in the reverse position, the Empress in the reverse position, the King of Swords in the reverse position. There's a lot of reversed positions. Uh, yeah, you got to. Upright them. And then the Hierophant in the reverse position. And then finally the Page of Cups in an upright position. So you might be wondering, what does all of this mean? So let's go over them uh, one by one. So Ace of Wands in the reverse position refers to an emerging direction, delays, and distractions. So you're forming a new path, and it is a rugged path. Mm-hmm. The Empress refers to the uh, the person you will meet in the future, and in her reverse position, she lacks any of the strong uh, instincts of the empress in the upright position. So she she is blocked creatively, and rather than being independent, she is forced to be dependent on others. Mm-hmm. So the king of swords in the reverse position refers to inner truth, but also the misuse of power and manipulation. So it's hiding your inner truth. The Hierophant in the reverse position uh, refers to the main conflict of the story. What's it's, a Hierophant? It is a an ecclesiastical like member of the clergy. Oh, like a priest? Yeah, oh. something like that. And it refers to personal beliefs, freedom, and challenging the status quo. And finally, when you come out of the story, you will be the Page of Cups. So you will have creativity, possibility, and imagination. Okay. So... We can, we'll need to rely on your creativity and your possibility to get out of this endeavor. Yeah. So let's begin the story by 
we'll do a screen wipe and we cut into the next scene. Now we started being in your home in the Wilkins estate, so you kind of, you live in the hellhole parts of the estate, not the human parts, mm -hmm. but you can kind of go between both very easily. And so you are looking for your next lead in determining who you are by way of learning more about magic. Mm -hmm. So now recall that you did get that spell book, that journal. I did. From Jeremiah Wilkins. So if you go through the diary section, remember we were going through the spells? Yeah. It has a couple of useful spells in there, but when you go into the history of Jeremiah Wilkins, he had not um, created this book. He received this book mm -hmm. from a traveling salesman. Okay. So this book has it's always been... always a traveling salesman. It is. It's always a, you know, with weird artifacts, like a monkey paw. Yeah. And so he, he was given it because it called out to him okay. spiritually. And so previously, this book contains spells from voodoo practitioners in New Orleans mm -hmm. and among the Santeros in uh, Cuba mm -hmm. and in the Caribbean using from the Santeria tradition. Okay. And also includes a little bit of indigenous people magic. So it's just a, just a hodgepodge of collected knowledge and spells. And so you look for the next closest place you can go to in order to gain a magical education. Okay. And that is New Orleans. All right. So that point in time. How long of a drive is that? From Arizona? Can't be that bad. I mean, Texas is gigantic. Let's see. So it says it would be a 22-hour car ride. Okay. So it may pay just to get a plane ticket over there. I know. So I figured it would, but I just wanted to know. So let's say you, you take your money and you get a plane ticket to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So you find yourself in the Big Easy or the Little Easy, whatever it's called. It's the Big Easy. In the right? Big, yeah. And you are looking for the voodoo practitioner. So the one that all the spells can't come from. She are, has to be dead. Yeah, said to be from a Marie Laveau, who was the voodoo queen of New Orleans <laughs> in the 1800s, who okay. you are familiar with from, uh, Coven. from American Horror Story. <laughs> so you'll say, okay, well, we're going to look for somebody who would possibly, yeah, who is related or might possibly have. How many Laveaux can there be? Probably a lot. Uh, <laughs> not only that, if they got married, I'm assuming their names were changed. So the only thing that you have is the name Laveau. Uh-huh. So how would you like to go about finding this new voodoo queen? So what I would say to do, let's find out where this uh, Marie Laveau is buried. Okay. That's what I would want to find out, is where is this cemetery that contains her remains? Because if she was a voodoo practitioner, I'm assuming that there either may be clues there, or there might be stuff that was left, or that is left by people at her grave anyway. Okay, so we're gonna roll for that. So okay. we're gonna use your visions of fortune. We're gonna let the we're gonna let chaos guide you. Uh, Twenty. Okay, perfect. So you're going to. Uh, so now remember, you can see. Well, that was pointless. Though. The <laughs> the intuitive <laughs> what. Yeah, I, wait, I got a 20 roll on something that probably didn't need to be a 20. Well, it, it really helps out, so you, you're going to use that. And so, remember, you can see the innate probabilities in people as just a general impression. So when you look at them, you're just like, he seems cool. 
you, know, you follow that guy around. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he goes about his day, spends a ton of time um, drinking, goes to a like a sandwich place mm-hmm. for a poor boy, and then it's just like, oh well. So I was visiting this uh, this grave because my grandma's buried here and I love her, and she's buried next to Marie Laveau. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, awesome, okay. So the probabilities were good in your favor. So this statistically impossible thing happened just at a random. (laughs) So you go there and so you're like, okay, so this is definitely where her corpse is. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now what else are you going to, how else are you going to find somebody? Uh, Like, what if I just call up her spirit? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good, (laughs) I guess I could try, but I only have, what's it called? I have that book. Mm-hmm. That spell book. I'm mm-hmm. assuming there might be spells in there that would allow me to uh, talk to the dead. There is, is spells to talk to dead. Isn't that kind of voodoo anyway? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not going to get ridden, am I, by this? Uh, <laughs> See, so you're familiar. <laughs> yeah, you're familiar with the voodoo already. No, mm-hmm. you, you have to willingly accept it. All right. So <laughs> let's call up Marie Laveau. Okay, so we're going to roll for Mm -hmm. your expertise magic skill in performing the ritual. And it's a three. Okay, that is not good. So in this um, ritual creation part of the phase, uh, that means you fail. Uh (laughs) So would you like to um, do something else or do you want to re-roll for it? We're going to (laughs) re-roll. All right, so we're going to use your uh, luck. We're going to burn one of your hero points and we're going to re-roll. Uh, 15. Okay, that's a thousand times better. So you're able to create the concept of it, so you're gonna take that. You're like, well, looking on Wikipedia, it says that these are the things that Marie Laveau loved in life. So you're gonna get like a comb, and like beauty cream, and something like a snake that represents Dambala. Okay, of course. And so you're gonna put all those things together, and you're going to, you're like, this should work out. I'm gonna have to kill that snake, aren't I? And then we're gonna roll again to okay. perform it. Okay, uh, 12. Okay, great. So you manage to succeed, and so you perform the, uh, the ritual here. So you take some, you know, you take like, uh, you take water and you spray it out and you do this performance mm-hmm. kind of a thing because it comes from voodoo. And so you summon up the spirit of Marie Laveau mm-hmm. And so you are able to ask her questions. Okay. What would you like to ask her? So, um, a couple of things, mm-hmm. I guess. So, uh, I'm, although I'm not sure if she would even know the answers to those, but who what? knows? So I was going to say the first thing is, um, do you have any uh, family members that are still alive? So she says, okay, well, I can uh, now remember that spirits don't like to be called back from eternity. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, okay, well, that's all you wanted to know? She's like, there's a ritual to do that. You can just <laughs> track my bloodline. She says, well, I can do it right now. So she does it instantly. She's like, yes, I do. So she's still in the, uh, in the hairdressing business. Uh-huh. Her name is Eponine okay. Laveau. And she lives down in the um, heart of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I think it's called the French Quarter. Okay. Um, so she lives in the French Quarter. Uh, and so she's still operating out of my same, the same place that I've been op- operating from 
throughout my life. Okay. And so they all practice magic from there. Okay. So you got that. Uh-huh. You have any other questions to ask her? <laughs> um, well, I don't want to be a dick. Okay. To Marie Laveau. Okay. Because I don't want to get her mad. You can, though. No, I don't want to get her mad. All right, then. Well, <laughs> do you want to send her away? I like, do you like the fact that she's going to be like, why'd you call me up for this? Because <laughs> summon a spirit just to ask them, hey, where are your family members at? Get all mad and upset. <laughs> yeah, you're really annoying magically. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I don't want to get her mad. So okay. yes. So you say, uh, all right, thank you. You can go away now. <laughs> <laughs> so Here, she, take this snake. Yeah, so, this she, snake so she disappears. So you're like, okay, now I know where I need to go. So... We are going to, uh, as we are about to transition that scene, you have a woman who appears before you. Um, like, suddenly? Like, does she just appear? Or was she there the whole time? She does suddenly appear. Okay, weird. And she says, Hey, why are you talking to my ancestor? <laughs> Wait, is that her? Yeah. Is that Eponine? She's like, I have mystic wards over her grave to make sure that weird uh, voodoo saint don't just start calling up her spirit for no reason. So she, so she'll take your snake and so it'll transform into a real snake and it'll wrap around you. She's like, you owe me answers. Okay. You're like, awesome. So you're like, can you take me to the hairdresser? <laughs> and so she says, uh, okay, yeah. So you, so you guys go over there. So we can end this scene and we will once again. So you travel to this uh, hairdressing salon. So she brings you to her salon, which is also her magical base, mm-hmm. and she starts interrogating you okay. as to why you're here and what you're doing because you don't smell like voodoo okay. to her. So we're going to roll for insight to determine where her true feelings lie. Okay. So, so you've on, got... Roll for that. 14? Okay. Awesome. So, so you... Uh, see into her true heart you're like well the reason why I'm not a part of I don't have the smell of voodoo Mm -hmm. is because I don't know voodoo yeah and so you go on about how you found this spell book and you were looking for someone who can help you and you thought Marie Laveau could help you find someone who can teach you magic Mm -hmm. so she's just like that's so honest that I don't think you're a bad person (laughs) (laughs) Because who reveals their hand so readily? So she's like, well, you don't, not a voodoo practitioner. You're not from New Orleans, so you can't be one of Mami Wata's people. Mm-hmm. So she says, okay, I'll hear you out. So she's willing to teach you magic, Okay. she says, if you're willing to help with her problem, who is Mami Wata. Okay. And now, of course, you might ask. <laughs> Who's Mami Wata yes. or what the problem is? Yeah, so she says, I'm not, I'm not the only person who practices voodoo in New Orleans. Obviously. She's like, I'm just the most famous one. And so she says that of numerous practitioners, one of them is Mami Wata. So she relies on the powers of La Sirene. Okay. Who is like a water loa mm-hmm. in, their, in their tradition. And so she has... She's married to Papa Legba? No, she's married... Well, she's married to a... Depends on who you ask. Uh-huh. But predominantly, she's married to Agwe, who is a um, the 
patron law of sailors, the okay. sea, and navigation. I'm like, no shit that it's also a water-based name. Yeah. But sometimes she gets blended together with, uh, with what's her name, Ursula Freda, and so she has three husbands. Okay. So sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. So she says she's become something of a crime boss. Okay. You know, in New Orleans because she's been using Mommy Wata's powers for evil instead mm-hmm. of good. And so she's like, I can't solve the problem of Mommy Wata because what she does is she makes deals with people. So she says she uses Mommy Wata's chief power, which mm-hmm. is fidelity. Okay. And so when she like makes making a deal with the devil. She when she makes contracts with people she gets to decide what the punishment is, and so she's been using these uneven contracts. This sounds also like Papa Legba <laughs> in code. Well, he's kind of mixed with Baron Samadhi. Yeah, well, in that um, one. yeah. But, uh, but so she says that I can't move against Mami Wata because I'm one of those people who had made a contract with her initially. She uh-huh. used to be a healer uh-huh. and medicine woman. And so now she can't move against Mami Wata without her invoking her contract okay. and making what her pay the, the price. What was the contract? She says, all right, I'll show you. Oh, so, God. So she will say she, she pulls up her sleeve and there's like, a, you know, pallid skin and like fish scales, like ichthyosis that like fall, like fall off of her because <laughs> La Sirene is sometimes connected to a fish. She's, uh, she's turning into a uh, killer croc. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she says it. It makes you weaker and weaker because it's a sickness. Okay. Because Mamiwata's domain is also in internal, or it's occasionally like venereal diseases. Of course so, it is. Yeah. So she's like, no, well, don't let me touch you because if I touch you, we're gonna, we're gonna pass the thing on, uh-huh. right? And so she says, but there's nothing I can do against Mamiwata, but you are unique in this situation. Now remember what your chosen tarot card is: the Fool. Mm-hmm. And remember what I told you about the fool. Uh, the fool is a blank slate. Mm-hmm. But, and in terms of rules and morals, what well, I have none. Yeah, you. It, they don't belong to you because you're ignorant of them. So with true ignorance, you're able to do anything. So she's like, so you're someone who doesn't have a, a contract with Mami Wata in this situation. If you can beat her, then everyone can be free. So. Uh, the new voodoo queen, Eponine Laveau, asks, do you want to undertake this mission? For her? Uh, yes, I would. She's like, all right, well, let's get you better acquainted with what you're dealing with here. So she takes you into a cellar that um, shouldn't rightly exist because New Orleans doesn't have cellars. You're right, they don't have cellars because of all the flooding. But it's magic, so who cares? So she takes you into this cellar where she has the people that she's helping treat um, against Mami Wata's uneven contracts. So she says these are the ones that have failed to uphold their end of the contract, and so now they have to pay the price. And so they, they wither away like they have a wasting disease until they die. This sounds like uh, The Little Mermaid. This is Ursula with those. These, these things are all. Little mer people. You know, myths all come from the same place. She's a sea witch. She is kind of a sea witch. And she makes an uneven contract. Yeah, so <laughs> so she says, uh, I've tried all my... She said, I can try all my voodoo as much as I want. But she says, I'm using all my power just to 
keep these people from dying, mm-hmm. right? So she says, do you want to see if you can uh, cure somebody using your powers? Let's say you talked prior to this. So she's, and so you say, oh, I use entropy. Mm-hmm. She's like, entropy, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> see, like you make things chaotic and disordered, even in magic. So uh, you do even odd things within the magical realm that's not normally possible. Mm-hmm. So she says, well, let's combine our powers and see if they work. Mm-hmm. So you so you want to help her build this ritual? Sure. Okay, so you do that. And so she mentions to you, she's like, your first lesson is all magic always has a cost okay. to you, either to your soul or to other people. Uh-huh. So this thing is to other people. She's like, and it's easiest to do on people who don't know the rules of magic. Uh-huh. So all these people just accidentally fell into this. So she's like, the only way to remove the cost is to pay for it uh-huh. or to accept the defaulting on your yourself can these um, can these contracts be uh, what's it called passed on to other people yes oh, okay so like let's say that the effect spreads out mm-hmm. over as through skin contact and other people they interact with because the idea is that she's not just teaching them a lesson she's cursing your family and your friends mm-hmm. to never turn their back on her again mm-hmm Right? And so, do you want to uh, try to see if you can use your magical skills to help out here? I'll try. So she says that she's devised a ritual that she could use, and even that she can get close to Mami Wata, but she can't with her contract, because she signed a non-aggression pact with her. Mm-hmm. So she says, I can't outwardly attack Mami Wata. So she says, what you're going to do is you're going to perform this spell for me. Okay. So... It is using the powers of Marinette Bra Shesh. Okay. So Marinette of the of the dry hands. So she has little bony hands. So it gets kinda in the realm of death. So she says, perform the spell for me. So we're gonna roll for that. Five. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. So you so you do that and you're like I I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with any of this. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, keep trying. <laughs> keep trying. <laughs> so do you want um, to... We'll, so we'll roll your hero point in order to affect the uh, the magic. So what did you roll? 18. Okay, so you did a lot better this time. So you're able to get the concept of it down. So you take this black pig that she has. Okay. So she she burns it. And with Is black. it alive? Um, no, it's dead. Okay. For I'll right. tell you, I'll say to you that it's dead, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Uh, and then there's like black pepper that she throws over the fire and it creates like this beautiful flame mm-hmm. around the other victims, so that it contorts and wraps around them. So you perform the ritual, and we're gonna roll again for your expertise magic okay. to perform this ritual again. You're really in depth with rituals. Seventeen. Awesome. So you perform it and you speak to Marinette. And so she says that So she is the patron Loa of a violent revolution. Okay. So the second those contracts are overturned, she's going to use that mm-hmm. and force it onto Mami Wata so that she dies. Okay. And nobody else dies. Gotcha. Right. So she said, so Marinette appears in the flames before you. in Santeria. Um, she's kind of, well, I know she's, um... 
Does that sound familiar? Very similar to Santa Muerte. No, they literally. Have, I think. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic. Well, because Marinette Brashish and like Marinette, who's the wife of Baron Samedi, mm-hmm. are sometimes indistinguishable. Yeah. So she does that, and so she says, all right, so are you ready to invoke a violent revolution within these people? Yes. So we're going to get real deep into to the voodoo here. And so let's say that they start like vomiting up this black bile mm-hmm. before you. And so 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 you are um, healing them by purging their bodies of this horrible spell. And so she says, all right, well, part of the cost has to go to you. Mm-hmm. Do you accept that? Uh, yes. So what ends up happening is you spend the next day violently throwing up. <laughs> Not just vomiting also is it going to be diarrhea yeah vomiting and diarrhea yes would you say i checked the spray patterns i checked the what is the trajectories they line up yeah so you uh so you do that and so she says real magic has a cost and to perform miracles like this something has to be lost so she says and if you're not aware of the cost yet you will be soon and so we'll, we'll cut it there with you violently vomiting and retching. And she says, you still want to do this? So do you still want to do this? Still want to do what? Do you still want to stop uh, Mami Wata? I thought you were going to say, do I still want to learn voodoo? Yeah. And do you still want to learn voodoo? Sure. Awesome. So we'll cut it here. And we'll continue next time with stopping Mami Wata. So uh, thank you for listening to Ars Arcanum. We'll put out the next episode shortly. And as always, I've been Evan. Yeah, I'm Christopher. See you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to Weeknight Hero. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Twitter under Weeknight H. Follow the blog for extra content that we aren't putting into podcasts at weeknighthero.wordpress.com. If you really like what you're hearing, you can rate us on iTunes or Podchaser to get our name out there. And finally, thank you so much for listening.